It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And this is Car Con Carne, still in quarantine. Quarantine Con Carne, sponsored by CNH Financial Services. As business owners are continuing to navigate through this new normal, CNH Financial Services is here to help. They offer a variety of products ranging from traditional merchant accounts to a zero-cost payment processing solution, which eliminates the expense associated with accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express as a form of customer payment. CNH Financial Services eTab solutions, easy to set up for your business for online ordering and curbside pickup. CNH also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs to help get your business the money it needs to make it through these unprecedented times. To learn more, contact CNH Financial Services at 855-600-2437 or go to chfs.us. Also, 72 hours from right now, as I'm doing this show live on Facebook on a Wednesday night, Pegboy celebrates their 30th anniversary with a drive-in show at SeatGeek Stadium in Bridgeview. 30 years of Pegboy. Local H, Jake Burns of Stiff Little Fingers and the Bull Weevils are also on the bill. Doors are at 5. Get your car on over there. Buy tickets at Chicago Drive-In. Dot com drive-in show uh, my guest tonight he is the man uh the seattle band dead bars what, what can i say they put big melodies into short fast packages that make us want to drink beer which that's all you want out of your punk pants this is well done blue collar punk rock and i think here in the midwest we're suckers for the kind of music you make john john maiello dead bars thanks for having me so besides the west coast being on fire the pandemic and everything else are you good Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing all right. Um, you know, just dealing with this like everybody else, but I mean, honestly, a lot of people have it a lot worse, so it's, it's all right. Uh, the recent recently released album live at white Eagle hall. This is a recorded document of your band dead bars opening up for the bouncing souls, their 30th anniversary party. You drove from Seattle to the East coast to do this. That's 3000 miles to do this show. Uh, we, we did a thing called, uh, getting on a, a airplane. Oh, okay. That's I just it. assumed because you're punk rock and you're, you're roll your sleeves up punk rock band. I just assumed you jumped in the van. Uh, we do get in the van from time to time, but this, this called for, this was an, uh, uh extenuating cir- circumstance that called for, uh, uh, a different mode of, uh, transport. One might say it's a dream gig that you played. Yeah, it was, it was a great, it was a great experience. Um, and, uh, we were just super lucky to um, to have the opportunity. They're one of my favorite bands, Bouncing Souls, and um, and yeah, we did we this live record kind of just was a happy kind of accident, really. I mean, it, we did not know we were being recorded, and uh, and that's I mean, maybe we'll get into that later, but yeah, yeah. I, I think we should. Well, speaking of dream gig, I mean, you put it out there from the very beginning. I wasted all my life, and I'll never think twice. My only goal is to play with the souls, and there you are. Yeah, I mean. That is, that is, that's definitely was a personal goal of mine. The song Dream Gig, I think, is a lot more broad. Uh, you know, it applies to uh, uh, a lot of things that, you know, when you're a kid, you have a dream and uh, that could be being in a band. But uh, it's really about just like never giving up and kind of, um, you know, kind of going for it and, uh, and doing it the way that you want to do it. 
and in that same song, Dream Gig, I'm an aging rocker just trying to make it in this world. I mean, they're going to have to pry a guitar, drumsticks, microphone out of your cold, dead hands when it's all said and done. You're going to do this till you drop. Um, I, personally, I, I, th- I think so. Um, I mean, that is, I, I don't see it any other way, really. Um, I, I never really thought... You don't think, I mean, I never thought about doing this for, you know, for, for years and years, but I mean, when you, it's part of, when it's part of you, this is, this is who I am as a person, you know, I need to be at least writing and recording and I love performing too. Um, obviously we can't do that right now, but I mean, it's, it's something that's a part of you. It's part of me. So let's go back to live at White Eagle Hall. You didn't know you were being recorded. That said, once you knew you were being recorded, you decided no edits. You're just going to put it out there. That, that's pretty fearless. Um, yeah, like the, the way that it went down was, uh, well, we flew out there and we did the, we, we borrowed all of the gear, right? So like we, we didn't have any of our own stuff. Um, and I guess the, the souls had had, um, you know, it arranged for, for them to be recorded. I actually saw they released that show. Um, and so, um, yeah, we, I mean, that was before we even put out our second album regulars. So we played a lot of songs off of dream gig. Um, and then we, we put out regulars, we started touring last year and then we continued the touring this year, early this year. And we played in uh, a couple shows on the East coast. We played in, in New York city. We sold out the New York city show we headlined, which I was really uh, proud of. I mean, like we had been a band for a long time and it's like, coming really far uh away and this is our our but this is our you know headline show uh near city there's a ton of competition you know there's tons of things you can do um so we played that show i felt really good about it i'm standing at the bar um uh after the show and i see the engineer from that show from the from the sold show at the bar and uh the the sound engineer and i i just i went up to him i was like hey man do you you remember me you know john Tedbards? he's like oh yeah yeah he's like i actually have your your whole set on my computer on my hard drive at home and uh he's like he's like i'm when i get a chance i'll i'll send it over to you and um that was in february we played a few more shows on the east coast uh i'm about to get get on the plane to come back home and i see that you know seattle has a coronavirus outbreak and i'm like huh that's that's kind of weird and uh i didn't really think much about it and then you know whatever fast forward two weeks later everything's canceled and i guess um uh that 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 guy the producer uh his name is john as well um he had some time because things got i think canceled on his end and he sent me the sent me the songs and uh or the, the, the 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 set and I listened to it and I was keep kept listening for something to go wrong or, you know, for us to make a mistake or something. And I didn't hear that. And I just, I just was pleasantly surprised. And uh, I was happy that I think maybe the fact that we didn't know what was going on um, yeah. contributed to that. And uh, yeah, I'm really proud of it. Uh, yeah. No edits. We didn't, we didn't redo any vocals. Like everything that you hear, um, you know, is, is from the show. It's definitely raw, but it definitely sounds great. And I, I agree with your outlook on this. If you had started messing with it and playing around with it, you would have made it worse. You, you would have started overthinking it and you would have taken it to a place you probably didn't, wouldn't want it to go. I, I think so. I think there's a magic there's the fans of the band. I think um, 
fans of Dead Bars, I think, realize that, uh, you know, we're, we're a live band that has flaws sometimes. Uh, and uh, that's, you know, whatever. Maybe that's part of the charm of, uh, of doing it. Um, and so what I heard in that, in that recording was the representation of, of us being, of us being us. And yeah, I mean, but then the whole idea of releasing like a plan, you know, I mean, like that, that, that led to um, us having a bunch of shows being canceled and thinking yeah. about what we could do and something interesting. And I, I really thought that since we're not going to be playing this year, um, this will be the year of, of a live record, you know? So that's Love how it, it went down. That's perfect. And, and I said right, right and on the at the onset when we started talking, uh, this is a band that delivers big melodies. Uh, Emergency, the live version. If you don't sing along with this one, you're dead inside. I appreciate that. Love it. Uh, and earlier this year, you did a split single. You covered "In Excess Don't Change." We did. I'm really happy with that cover. Um, it's a it's an amazing song. It's an amazing um, song. I totally yeah. agree with you. It's, it's, it's really good. Um, there's literally nothing wrong with it. And uh, I, I heard it and I instantly heard the way that we could, we could do it. And um, it was really my, uh, our guitar player, Elliot, who was really driving the, uh, the, um, the lead on, on that. He really uh, wanted to do it. And yeah, we put out a single uh, with um, the raging Nathans from uh, Dayton Ohio and we did a original and then the, the NXS cover. And yeah, I mean, I don't think we never had a chance to play that live because that, that record came out in, um, in February. Right? I think right when we got back from, from that East coast trip, of <laughs> so, course, of course, but it, it's funny listening to your version. It, it really did occur to me. The tempo was perfect for a punk cover. It, it was always right there in that song. It sounds like a punk song. Yes. It really does. I mean, it like, everything about that song, like the good way that the guitars, uh, interact. Um, there's a lot of like octaves and stuff like that, which I think is, is pretty kind of characteristic of, of a punk rock sound. And, and obviously it sounds eighties too, uh, with some of the drum sounds, but yeah, I mean, we didn't really change much. We didn't, we I think we took out, I think we took out the last verse cause we, we, we didn't want to repeat uh, another verse or something, but we, we, we just played it kind of how how we learned it. It's a really fun song. It's a really good song. So you are a Seattle band. And with some bands, I feel like their geography, their home base is kind of incidental. Other bands, I think, tend to pull some mojo from their from their home cities. I feel like Seattle is part of who this band is. Yeah, um, it, it definitely is. I mean, I'm not a Seattle um native i wasn't born and raised here but i've lived here for the last 10 years and right, you're um, boston uh jersey originally jersey okay yeah um but i mean i moved here when i was pretty young like i was 22 you know and i mean uh i was absorbing everything right from the get-go about uh the scene here and um and I, this band definitely could not have existed in a different place i mean maybe it would have but it would have sounded completely different there's a mixture of a lot of influences I had from when I was a kid, a lot of the pop punk stuff and some of the East coast um, things, then a lot of the darker things that I kind of uh, picked up and experienced uh, here. So um, yeah, I do feel like, I do feel like we're pretty uniquely um, Seattle. 
So again, the live album, it's out now. It's live at White Eagle Hall. You can stream it. You can buy a hard copy, which is really, if you're a music fan, that's the way to go about this. Um, and it's it just, it's an, it's, it is a live testament of a band firing on all cylinders. I love it. And in this time, in this day and age, when we're missing live music so much, hell yes, it's the, the right album. Yeah, you know, I think that when it became apparent that, you know, kind of like live shows weren't going to be the same for a while. Um, you know, the idea that I had was, was just basically, um, you know, and I said it, whatever. And in, in when we released the record, it's just like, we're going to bring the live show to your turntable. You know, when this whole thing went down um, early on and there was, a, you know, the actual like, you know, quarantine where people weren't supposed to go out i did think that the live streams were pretty cool you know i did a couple yeah. of them with an acoustic guitar and i thought that that was you know people could look forward to that and it was something fun and, and new um i do think that especially for our band like that's not the road i want to go down i don't want to continue playing uh you know live streams on on facebook or, or whatever nothing against it but it's just it it, it was for me, I was happy to do that in the time and the place. And now it's, you have the live record, check it out, listen to it, and we'll see you next year. Hope <laughs> there it is. You know? Uh, so where do people get the record? Um, so you can get it uh, right now just on our website, deadbars.com. Um, we only pressed 500. Um, they're, um, they're, only, uh, they're only black colored there's no special um color variant so it's a very kind of limited pressing um and once they're gone um they're most likely gone you know we're probably not going to do a repress me and my friend uh who lives in california we put it out ourselves um on our own kind of little startup label that we that we decided to do called surfridge records and um and so um you know we just thought it would be great to put this out in the world and then you know Kind of just have it be the 2020 kind of thing you know i mean it's 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 just uh a, a reaction to the time that we're in but yeah deadbars.com um we're doing all the mail order ourselves so give us a couple weeks to get it out to you but but yeah it's been it's been really really um it's been pretty well received i was really happy uh with the pre-order and then since it's been out a lot of people have been reaching out and uh and really happy with it so so, I love yeah, it. Thanks. All right. Dead bars, deadbars.com is where we go to see you. Thank you so much for doing this, John. Yeah. Thank you.